0: Welcome to Snooze with Sam and the Scottish Fairy Tale series. Every story is based around one of many mythical Scottish fairy tales, legends or creatures. Make sure to listen every week. Please subscribe to my channel. Click that notification bell so that you don't miss a story. And please share these stories with your loved ones as well. All of this helps my channel grow. You can also support me by becoming a patron. So lastly, a thank you to all my patrons and fans. Your support means the absolute world. So as always, lie back, take a deep breath, and enjoy this story. This story is called Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Pass me the reel, I think we're best dropping another line, don't you think? The little boy's father spoke to him from the stern of their wooden boat. He abided. Reaching into the fishing tackle box, which lay to his left side, nestled in the hull. He passed the reel across, being cautious not to upset the balance of the wee dinghy on the waters of Loch Ness. Promptly, the boy's father shackled the reel to his second rod. Carefully fiddled, a new set of feathers and hooks to the line attached a suitable lead weight to the end and cast it into open water to join the first line. perched, rock-steady on the forward thwart. The boy's father stared pensively out across the water. Suitably clad, in oilskin overalls, welly boots, and ochre beanie. The boy looked up to his father. He was his hero. For ten years now, his dad had taught him everything he knew. How to hunt, how to camp, how to forage and survive in the wild. And as they were doing on this day, how to fish. Their little boat bobbed about on the open water. The pair of them, in agreeable silence, as they waited for a bite. An unspoken father-son habit they'd adopted. A man of few words, his dad picked them carefully, always making as little fuss or drama as he could. The boy respected him hugely. He was his world. This was mostly true, however. For there was one other companion who went everywhere with the boy. Beside him on the centre thwart sat his best friend, a stuffed bear called Freddy. Even at his young age. The boy had decided that a bear named Teddy would have been too obvious. So a change of the first letter sufficed. Freddy was a dark brown bear, about a foot tall, with big amber eyes, and pale patches sewn onto his hands and feet. Freddy and the boy had been inseparable since as long as anyone could remember. They went everywhere together, hand in hand, on whatever adventure came their way. Suddenly, one of the rods jerked downwards with a great force, sending the reel upwards and across the lip of the boat. It must have been a pretty hefty fish on the line, they thought. They both got a fright. Such was the disturbance of the peace previously. The boy's father lunged for the rod and reel before it was dragged overboard. the movement tipping the boat in the process. The boy clung onto his bench, steadying himself. Realizing the second rod was unmanned, he stretched a hand out to it to avoid a watery end to its service. With great prolonged heaves, The boy's father pulled and reeled in the catch, slowly and steadily, not rushing. He knew it was a firm hook. He would tire the fish out, letting it battle and expel its energy. Eventually when everything had settled he brought the fish in with one final pull up and over the bow a large healthy trout Though not as big as anticipated, it would make a pleasing supper. Happy with their efforts, they both cleared Untidied the hull, ready to cast out again. But something was amiss. The boy looked puzzled. Where was Freddy? He couldn't see him anywhere. Looking all around, under and over their possessions, Freddy was nowhere to be found. He must have fallen overboard during the fuss. Words couldn't describe how sad the boy felt as he struggled to keep back the tears. He was devastated. His father looking toward his son aching himself as he felt his boy's pain. There was nothing he could do for him. Don't worry son, it'll be alright, I promise, he said optimistically. Knowing deep down, he knew the bear was gone. He searched for some hope, some attempt of situational reconciliation. Have I ever told you the story about the Loch Ness Monster? The boy shrugged, eyes damp. No, I don't think you have, he replied. Well, son, his father said breaking his usual trend of few words. Let me tell you about our Nessie. And so they both sat in their little boat bobbing about on Loch Ness as the boy slowly but surely became enthralled by the story of the Loch Ness monster. his father told him of reports of a monster inhabiting Loch Ness dating back to ancient times. Notably Local stone carvings, by the Picts, depicted a mysterious beast with flippers. The first written account appeared in a biography of Saint Columba from 565 A.D. According to that work, the monster bit a swimmer and was prepared to attack another man when Columba intervened. He ordered the beast to go back, go back to wherever it came from. It seemingly obeyed, and over the centuries only Occasional sightings were reported. Many of these alleged encounters seemed inspired by Scottish folklore, which abounds with mythical water creatures. In 1933, the Loch Ness Monster's legend began to grow. Over time, some people claimed to have seen an enormous animal. which they had compared to a dragon, or prehistoric monster. And after it had crossed their path, it disappeared into the water, not to be seen again. The Loch Ness area attracted numerous monster hunters and over the years several explorations were undertaken to locate the creature, but none were successful. Additionally, numerous photographs allegedly showed the beast, but most were discredited as fakes or as depicting other animals or objects. So no one truly knows the existence or the whereabouts of the Loch Ness Monster. The boy sat cross-legged, eyes wide and mouth slightly open, as he hung on every word of his father's story. But son, something still tells me this beast exists in these parts. I can just feel it. the boy's father said, with a wry smile and twinkle in his eye. And I believe Nessie is a good creature, not evil. Not all monsters to be bad. The boy liked that thought, and he liked the story. It took his mind of having lost Freddy for good, though he was still deeply upset about the whole matter. Another sudden movement interrupted his thoughts. The rod. It moved again. Though this time, less so, more subtly. His father reached for it again, before the fish could take the slack out of the line, dragging it overboard. And he started reeling, determined not to let, this fish get away. On the other side of the boat, something caught the boy's eye. Something drifting in the water. He couldn't believe it. Surely not. It was Freddy. He almost leapt out of his seat, unsteadying the boat in the process. Reaching down into the water, he grasped the soggy bear from the loch. taking the worst of the water from his father He was overcome with joy and grinning from ear to ear. Cast his eyes upwards once more to the water. Just in time to see the arcing back of a great beast disappear below the surface of Loch Ness. Was he seeing things? His eyes widened and his mouth dried. He thought about calling his dad, reaching out for him to look. But no words came out, so he left him be, wrestling the fish. Instead, the little boy just hugged Freddy, as tight as he could, whilst looking out over the last few ripples that Nessie left in its wake.